Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Good morning, good evening, whenever you're tuning in. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. As always, I am very, very pleased that you are all here with me today. Today, we're going to do one of those shows where it's just me and you, because unfortunately, my regularly scheduled guest is sick and uh, could not make it today, but we'll get him on uh, in the future, hopefully. So a um, couple of announcements first before we get started. Uh, we will be having some new shows starting on the network uh, one of our shows was going to start next week. Unfortunately, uh, he's been having some logistical issues and looks like he'll be starting, um, instead of the beginning of February, the beginning of March. Um, and then we have other new shows coming on board after that. Um, another announcement, and I'm going to talk about this a lot more during the show is I have a new book out. Well, it's not just my book. It is a, 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 an anthology book with me and eight other authors. Um, I very was very, very fortunate that I met the editor um, just in time to be able to write a chapter and get it in. And the name of the book is Rattled Awake, Volume 6, the Podcaster's Edition. Yes, all the authors in the book are podcasters. And it's all about something in our lives that rattled us awake. And you can find it on Amazon. Um, it's The Kindle version is free today only. So if you want to get a free version of the book, simply uh, uh, go to Amazon or follow the link on the page. But you have to do it today, February 1st. God. Can you believe it's like February already? Jesus. Uh, I, I, I didn't even um, realize that like it's already February until like yesterday. Um, and we will be posting that link all over the place. Uh, so please, uh, please go grab your free copy of Rattled Awake Volume 6 today. All right. Well, uh, I hope you all have had uh, a wonderful beginning to the year. Um, and actually coming up is Chinese New Year's is next weekend. Um, and we're entering into the year of the dragon. So we're really moving around at a very uh, interesting time. Um, so let me get to my blog post, um, as is the tradition. Uh, this is from a couple of years ago, but it's actually very, very relevant, at least for myself uh, uh, lately, um, that it's just something that I, I always keep in mind and something that I've learned to truly appreciate. And the title of this blog post is the triggers that take us out of presence are opportunities to grow. Sometimes things get messy. We lose focus and presence and we slip up. Perhaps it is in our communications or our expectations. Being messy is not the problem. 
It is merely a symptom, a symptom of something else, a sign that perhaps we are distracted, that we are not being fully present. When that happens, there is something more going on. And that is the time to stop and ask ourselves, why am I not present? It is a sign to stop what we are doing and take a moment to find our center, to ground our energy and come back to the task at hand. If we are still not being fully present, then we have to take a deeper look. Are we tired? Have we not been taking care of ourselves? Is there some emotion coming up that wants to be expressed? There can be any number of reasons why we are not being present. To find the real reason, we must go back to the trigger. What was it that caused us to lose focus in the first place? Was there something someone said or did that threw us off? Did we experience something that felt out of integrity or alignment? Finding that trigger point is the start of the breadcrumb trail. Then it is up to us to follow that trail and see where it will lead us. Is it a familiar feeling? Does the feeling take us back to a childhood experience? Is the energy around the situation something we have felt before? Finding that trail can then help us to get closer to the core of our lack of presence and help us to regain our center. When we know that whatever the trigger is, it is not really about what is going on in the present moment that can really help. We may not live in the past, yet we keep it alive within us by allowing those triggers to bring the energy back into our lives. Presence and true awareness can help us to move past them and live life in a new manner. Where in your life are you being triggered? What does that trigger lead you? Where does that trigger lead you? Can you let go of that old energy and face the current situation in a fresh way? So this um, your blog post, I wrote a couple of years ago. And it was all about, and it's all about really being triggered. What do we mean when we, when we say being triggered? So being triggered is when we have a strong emotional response to something. And normally it's not such a good feeling emotional response. Somebody uh, cuts us off in traffic and we get all upset and yell at them. 
uh, 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 we're having a conversation with our partner or our spouse and, and they, and they seem to not be listening to us or they say something that has nothing to do with what we were just talking about. We get all upset at them. We're having dinner with a friend and somebody in the next table is loud and obnoxious and we allow it to pull us away from the conversation we're having with our friend. These are all examples of different kinds of triggers. Triggers can also be something very, very deep and profound. You know, we're in a relationship with someone and just a mannerism triggers us because it reminds us of maybe some trauma we had when we were a child. Now, there is no reason for us to put ourselves continuously into a place where we're constantly triggered. That doesn't serve us. But in just normal day-to-day life, we're going to get triggered. Things happen. The key is, though, instead of getting upset that we're being triggered, Instead of allowing that trigger to take us out of presence, to pull us away from where we were, and, and to, to put us into this heightened emotional state, if we get curious about the trigger, especially if it's one that we're not normally aware of, If we're like, hmm, I wonder why what that person did just upset me so much. Because inevitably, it's not really about the other person. It's always about us. I mean, look, if someone steps on our foot and we get angry because they're being careless, of course, that's about them. They're being careless. They stepped on our foot. We're feeling pain. We have a right to be triggered. But the vast majority of the time, our triggers are emotional and not physical. And our triggers are not about the other person. The triggers are about something we've experienced in the past that the current experience brings us back to. And that's what I mean by taking us out of presence. Because it's taking us from this place of being in the here and now to being in some past situation. And it might be a situation that happened a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 50 years ago. And it's taking us there not necessarily we can visualize it, not, not necessarily in our mind, but in our bodies, in our nervous system, in how we're feeling in the moment. And it pulls us back there. And suddenly we're feeling anxious. We're feeling angry. We're feeling scared. We're feeling upset. And we don't even know why, because most of the time, those conscious associations aren't even there. It's a very unconscious association. Our triggers are rarely conscious. 
Because if they were conscious, we wouldn't be triggered. But the beauty about them is our triggers show us where our work is. When we're being triggered by something, that shows us, hmm, there's some work here for me to do. Huh. There's something here I haven't worked through yet that there's some energy that it's keeping alive within me that I've not yet processed. There is an experience, a memory, a situation that I am stuck in. And whatever it is that the other person did that triggered us is just bringing us right back to that situation. And that's why I say it's taking us out of presence. But that taking us out of presence, when we can stop and notice it and give ourselves some space to be like, huh, I'm being triggered. What's going on here? And be curious. Curiosity is our greatest tool when we're working with these things. And when we can be curious and we can follow that feeling, huh, what that person just did really makes me mad. Why is this making me so mad? What is the big deal? What does this remind me of? When have I felt like this before? Oh, yeah, I remember. This re reminds me of that time when that bully in school teased me. And what this person just said, it felt almost the exact same way. And that still really bothers me to this day. Oh, I'm still holding on to that energy of that bully teasing me. That's my work. What do I have to do to release that energy of being triggered, to release that energy of being teased? Why am I still keeping that memory alive in my nervous system? Now, look, we all get triggered. We're human beings. It happens. We should not beat ourselves up over being triggered. Even if we're being triggered by like the same thing that we get triggered on by a lot of stuff. That's where compassion comes in. And when we use our presence with compassion and take some courage to face the feeling behind the trigger, that's where the gold is. That's where our opportunity to truly evolve exists. Because once we follow that thread and we see where it comes from, then, then we can finally release that energy, stop holding on to it. And you know what? The next time we probably won't be triggered at all. And wouldn't that be a beautiful thing? The point of all these triggers is to get us to be more aware, more awake, work through them so that eventually we're not triggered at all. 
Does that happen in a lifetime? Probably not. But we've got a bunch of lifetimes to work through. All right. So um, that is my blog post. The blog post title is The Triggers That Take Us Out of Presence Are Opportunities to Grow. And you can find that, of course, on our websites, on talkradio.nyc slash blog, and on theconsciousconsultant.com. And uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Please check out, I put out a new blog post each and every week. Um, I hope uh, you enjoy them. And uh, yeah, let me know. And and if something of what I said uh, uh appeals to you. If something of what I said supports you in your own process, let me know. Throw a comment in the comment section of the live stream. Let me know. Um, and uh, and I'd really appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. We're going to take our, our first break, and then we're going to start talking about being rattled awake. And I'll talk about my chapter in the book, my psychedelic rattle. And I'll talk all about my experiences. I have to take a quick break Got to go get a tissue, and then we will be right back with the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity in just a moment. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you a high-achieving, growth-oriented leader? Are you interested in developing your authentic leadership while creating a healthy, inclusive workplace? Hi, I'm Dr. Mira Bronku, host of The Hard Skills on talkradio.nyc at 5 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays, where we discuss how leaders develop the hard skills needed to make a greater impact. We interview experts, have live coaching, and tackle these challenges. Listen to The Hard Skills on Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. Thank you all for joining me today. Um, as you can tell, I'm a little stuffed up today, not quite sure why. 
Um, but uh, yeah, um, I'm really excited today um, because today um, I actually I have to say this book uh, makes me a four-time author. It's hard to believe um, that I've actually written, well, not four full books. I've written one full book, um, but I've been in three anthologies behind it. Um, after it. So I've really um, been a published author quite a bit. Um, it, it actually uh, surprises me uh, that I've written this much. I mean, it, in, in some ways it doesn't because I, I loved writing when I was in college, not so much in high school. Um, but um, it, it just the opportunities uh, to to get published today are are so vast and there's so many of them it really just never ceases to amaze me so um the the hopefully my engineer is posting in the or posted in the description of the live streams uh the link to amazon to be able to uh get the kindle version of the book um it's called rattled awake uh, and uh it's an anthology series, and this is actually uh, volume number six. And I was really quite fortunate, literally, I think about two weeks ago. Yeah, I think a little over two weeks ago, I met the editor, a lovely woman named Lonnie, who um, was telling me about, you know, she does these anthologies and she's coming up with the new one where it's all for podcasters and being a podcaster, of course, she was like, Hey, Sam, would you want to be a part of it? And I was like, yeah, sure. But you know, the, and she arranges it. She does like a weekend workshop and everyone writes their chapter over a weekend, but I wasn't available that weekend. And so I said to her, I said, can I give you mine early? Maybe I'll do it this weekend. I'll do it right away. Send it to you. You can edit it. And then included in the book. And she was like, absolutely. And and again, this is an example of just kind of saying yes to life. The opportunity came up. I had to take some time that weekend. I sat down for an afternoon. I kind of knew what I wanted to write about. And sat down and 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 literally just pounded out about 1700 words telling the story of how I got into psychedelics and what rattled me about that experience and what I learned from it. And it felt like, I love my loyal listeners, Patty and Sanaya. Thank you so much for joining in on the live stream today. Um, and so I sat down and I went through and I wrote the story in an afternoon and, and it didn't take much effort per se. I mean, I, you know, it's something I've talked about in the past, but how exactly I was going to format it for the book and how I was going to do it. I wasn't quite sure, but I went through and wrote it in an afternoon and looked over it. You know, I did about one or two passes through it afterwards. It seemed pretty good, pretty tight, sent it off to her. And uh, 
And she put it all together. And there are eight other authors in, in the book. And it's all about, the book is all about people sharing their story about something that rattled them awake. And, and what do we mean by rattled awake? It means something that shocked us, some experience that like opened up our eyes to something that we didn't see before, you know, something that really kind of shakes you. And in my instance, and, and I shared this story and I'm not, I try not to be too, too public about um, the psychedelic work that I've done because a lot of people are, are, just don't understand it and are critical of it and and don't understand the healing properties and the spiritual growth that happens when you do stuff in a, in a sacred way. But my story, and you can read all the details in the book. Again, if you get the book today, it's free. Was the first facilitator that I worked with. And is actually really fascinating to me because not only was he Jewish, he was Israeli. And for most of my life, I've been moving away from Jewish people, even though I'm Jewish myself. And because I'm Jewish myself, I had a lot of bad experiences when I was a kid with my fellow Jewish kids. And a lot of the stuff I just... You know, when you're part of a culture, and my wife says this too, like being Chinese, she sees all the not so good stuff about Chinese people. Being Jewish, I see all the not so good stuff about being Jewish. And so I've gotten very far away from that. And here I'm coming to do this sacred work and the guy's Jewish. Not only was he Jewish and Israeli, but then from doing the work with him, I started meeting all these other Jewish people and I started having more Jewish friends in my life. And I literally have more Jewish people in my life today than I've ever had before since, since I was a kid. And at first, this guy, this facilitator that I worked with, he seemed like a great guy. He seemed like he really helped people and he did. But what I didn't know and what I didn't see was that he had stopped doing his own work and that his own triggers and his own shadow and, and his own problems eventually came out in the work. And eventually he got in trouble for it and he left, he left the community, he literally left the country. And I was shocked at what had happened. And it had been happening right under my nose. You know, it's not like uh, 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 it had been happening and I was off somewhere and, you know, I just coming in occasionally. No, it was happening right under my nose. And I just remember, you know, he used to inspire me so much. He would say things like, oh, I'm, I'm not here to build a business. I'm here to create a movement. And he was so good at telling people what they needed to hear. And when I found out what he had done and how he had hurt people, all I could think of was, how could you betray the vision? 
because I had so bought into this vision he had shared with me. And to this day, that's the vision I hold on to when I do this work myself. That it was a shock. Now, did he help people? Absolutely. Did he hurt people? Absolutely. But this incident of what happened, of, of not really seeing what was going on, it really shook me. It rattled me to my core. And while I kept doing the work and I kept finding my path, it actually took quite a while for me to come to terms with what had happened. And it took quite a while for me to really be able to hold that somebody could be good and help people. And when I say good, I mean competent and, and, and skillful. And they can still have unresolved shadow issues. They can still, you know, cause harm. They can still hurt people, even if it was unintentional. I'm not saying it was unintentional. I don't know. And this complexity of the human experience, it's a hard one to deal with sometimes. These paradoxes are in our face almost every day. So, um, so that's what my chapter is about. And it's about what can you do to avoid making the same mistake I did. So I hope you will go and check out Rattled Awake, Volume 6, the Podcaster's Edition. The link is in the show notes and the description. It's free today, February 1st. You can get the Kindle version for nothing. Please take a look. They're wonderful. There are other authors in the book as well. And there's some great, great stories in there as well. So um, got to take my next break. So when we come back, I do want to tie this back to the blog post about being triggered and about why being rattled and being triggered, basically the same thing, is actually a good thing for us. So everyone, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on talkradio.nyc and on all the major social platforms on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and, and, and Twitch. And we will be right back in just a moment. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. What really drives success in business? 
Introducing Intangify, the show that explores the intangible assets that create value and growth. I'm Matthew Asnell, your host and an attorney focused on innovation. Join me Fridays at noon Eastern to discover how innovation, culture, and other intangibles shape thriving companies from startups to established businesses. We'll share strategies to unleash your business's true potential. Tune in live on talkradio.nyc Fridays at noon Eastern and Intangify your business today. Were you an essential worker during the pandemic? If you needed to learn stages of epilepsy, did you depend on advocates? Did you use new innovations to cope with mental and neurological issues? Maintaining high quality of life and keeping good mental health are what we all strive for. I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each week, top healthcare influencers, professionals, and innovators answer these questions and more. Stay tuned on Thursdays at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will continue to be frank about health with all of you. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back. We're talking today about being rattled awake. And what does that mean to be rattled awake? Well, it means that something happens that really shocks us. That's like so in our face, we can't help but to deal with it. And I'm talking, you know, I I, I talked last segment about my chapter in the new book, Rattled Awake, Volume 6. And it's a very personal story for me. And there are several other authors. There there are eight other authors, um, wonderful, wonderful people. I think you, you really get something out of each and every story in the book. And... You know, I, I really feel, and, and it's so funny that this happens to be um, the, 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 you know, it's just so funny how things happen, right? I was supposed to have Lama Mike Crowley on my show today, talk about uh, Buddhism and psychedelics. He got pneumonia. He couldn't come on the show today. My blog post today was all about being triggered. And then the book comes out today. And so by him not being able to be on the show gives me an opportunity to talk more about the book and more about the topic of being triggered. And the reason why this is so important, and it's really interesting when you think about who triggers us the most. And, you know, I've I've said to people for years the only person who can really, really, really trigger me is my wife because <laughs> she knows me better than anyone else. But typically, with anybody, the person who triggers us the most are the people closest to us, our partners, our spouses, our families, our parents, our brothers and sisters, 
our closest friends. They're the ones who trigger us. Strangers, they can trigger us, but usually not as much, rarely as much. Why is it? Why is it that the people who know us the best are the ones who trigger us the most or the ones we have the closest relationship to trigger us the most? Because we have so many expectations. Because they're the ones that we want to be a certain way. We want our parents to be a certain way. We want our brothers and sisters to be a certain way. We want our partners to be a certain way. And the challenge is, they're never the way we want them to be. And so that disconnect between our desire and the reality in front of us causes friction. And that friction is where the triggers lie. And you see those triggers, I said they're the breadcrumbs, the triggers, the things that rattle us awake. Those are the gold nuggets in life that show us, hmm, yeah, I got a little issue here around this. I've got an expectation that doesn't serve me. I'm still carrying on this memory from childhood. Or I never healed my mother wound, or I never healed my father wound. And this trigger is showing me where there's still work to do around it. Maybe we did heal it to a point, but maybe there's still something more to heal. Being triggered is not a bad thing. If there's one thing you take from this episode, I want you to take that being triggered is not a bad thing. It really isn't. But it's a call for us to take a deeper look into ourselves. When something someone else does shakes us, rattles us, triggers us, it's not about them. It's never about them. It's about us. You know, I, I had a funny thing happen. I um I had a meeting. I have a meeting this afternoon, a very long meeting, a planning meeting for the Evolutionary Business Council. It wasn't in my calendar. And a few people had had gone into my calendar link and had scheduled meetings with me. And I sent them all an email as soon as I realized it saying, hey, look, I'm sorry, I have a conflict. I can't do that time on Thursday. Can you please reschedule? And pretty much everybody was like, sure, no problem. I know it happens. This one person, this one person who, who a friend connected me to was sent me a message back. So funny. They said, I don't, how did they put it? I don't reschedule, I commit. And I'm reading these words on this, my computer screen and I'm like, ooh, that feels kind of harsh. I'm like, fine. You don't want to meet and you don't want to reschedule, we don't have to meet. Because you know what? I'm a human being, I make mistakes sometimes and if it's not okay for me to be a human being, then that's not the kind of person I want to be around. 
But I was thinking, mm, why was there that harshness there? And you see the 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 um the Hawaiians, the mystical Hawaiians, they have a belief. They believe that if there's something in our world, it's because there's something inside of us. If we're seeing violence in front of us, there's violence inside of us. We're experiencing joy in front of us. There's joy inside of us. It's, and it's from the kahuna tradition. And so I just remembered it, and I was just thinking to myself, where have I been harsh? This person is being harsh with me. I wonder, where have I been harsh? Now, because I've done enough work, I didn't get rattled this time over their harshness. And I didn't take it like, oh my God, I can't believe they're like this. I mean, a little bit, tiny bit, not much. But I took it as an opportunity to say, mm, where have I been harsh? And I thought about just things happening recently. And I was a little triggered last week with someone over a, a, a money issue. And I was a little harsh with them. Isn't that funny? I was a little harsh with someone else first, and then somebody was harsh with me. So that was a bit of a rattle. Because I could have taken it and just allowed it to pull me out of presence, get into, why did they do this? Oh, I can't believe they did this. Da, 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 da. And, you know, it's very easy to go down that rabbit hole. But instead, I had the presence of mind because I've been doing my work for the last 10 years or more. To say, hmm, if this is in front of me, it's because it's within me. And I got curious. And I could see a correlation. You see, this is why curiosity serves us so, so well. Because when we lose our curiosity in those moments, then all we have are these emotions that don't necessarily serve us in the moment. But for myself, I was lucky enough to have done enough work that I didn't lose my curiosity. That I was able to stay present and wonder, hmm, what's really going on here? What is life? What is the universe trying to show me? So what could have been a really big rattle for me was just a small rat. And it was interesting that it happened within days of having to do this show. And at that time, I didn't even know that my guest wasn't going to be able to make it today. So I didn't even know that this would be a great material for me to relate to people. So before we go to break, I have a question for you. What has rattled you lately? What has somebody said or done that you've had a hard time dealing with? 
that took you out of presence. And all you could be was just emotional around it. Paste your comments in the live stream. Let me know. And let's talk about it. I got one more segment of the show. It's just me and you today. So, hey, feed me some good stuff. And we'll and we'll go through it together. All right. So thank you so much for, for being here with me. You are listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We do do the show every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on talkradio.nyc. And you can find us on all the podcasting apps. And we will be right back to finish it all up and tie up this whole show in just a moment. Are you a high-achieving, growth-oriented leader? Are you interested in developing your authentic leadership while creating a healthy, inclusive workplace? Hi, I'm Dr. Mira Bronku, host of The Hard Skills on talkradio.nyc at 5 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays, where we discuss how leaders develop the hard skills needed to make a greater impact. We interview experts, have live coaching, and tackle these challenges. Listen to The Hard Skills on Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. I'm actually talking this episode all about triggers and all about this new book um, that literally just got published today, uh, Rattled Awake. And you can find it on Amazon, Rattled Awake, Volume 6, the podcaster's edition. And uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to the co-authors of this book because there's some really great people who told some very heartfelt stories in this book. Um, Shout out to Mark O'Brien with The Anxious Voyage, Michael Fritzuis, Running for Life, Demarcus Brewster, Hope, Zen Benefil, Silver Linings, Joy Brooks, Serendipity, Mark Reed, No Obligation to Stay the Same, Kat Pulsinelli, The Silent Storm, and our editor, Lonnie Ray, returned to sender. 
um, the wonderful Lonnie who who put this all together. So a big shout out to Lonnie. Um, so listen, we all have rattles in our life. We all have experiences that rattle us in one way or another. It's called being human. It's the human experience. There's nothing wrong with it. When we get on this path of personal and spiritual development, of self-reflection, of looking to improve ourselves and not making everything that happens about somebody else, then we can truly begin to face our rattles, our triggers, those things that take us out of presence, cause us to not feel so good in the moment, give us challenges that we're unaware of. Then we can begin to face these things, maybe in a way we weren't able to face them before. I mean, look, the the things that trigger me today are not the same things that triggered me 10 years ago. How I face the things that trigger me is not the same the way I faced them 10 years ago. And indeed, if, if you look around the world today, there's more to trigger us than ever before. So much division, so much separation. Ooh. I see loyal listener Sanaya shares. My family member who has brought me angst my entire life is now actively dying and there's an expectation for me to be bedside. And I finally, after years of soul searching and healing my trauma, feel triggered at the possibility of having to immerse myself back into a situation that doesn't serve me. And I fear it will send me unraveling, undoing my hard self-work. Beautiful, Sanaya. I, I totally feel you on this one. So here's the thing. It's to remember that we always have a choice. There might be expectations on us, but it still is a choice. And the one thing I can guarantee you is because you're aware of it, because you're conscious of it, because you've done so much work around whatever that issue is, it's not going to unravel and do your self-work. It might feel in the moment like you're not responding so in a centered and, and calm way. But because you're even aware, because you're even asking the question, like, oh, this person really triggered me. And I I, I think if I go, go back to them, you know, and, and while they're dying and, and, and help them transition, I may, I may lose all the work that I did. Just because you're asking the question means you're conscious enough and aware enough not to lose the lessons. And, and the main thing I would say 
And it's all a choice to always stay in your agency, stay in your personal power, make it a choice. But if you choose to be there with that person as they're transitioning, to remember that whatever they did, whatever they said, whatever they say, it's not about you, it's about them. Whatever pain they caused you came from the pain they feel themselves. I truly believe, and, you know, there are some exceptions to this. Like, there are some natural-born psychopaths. But most people who hurt people, they're usually not psychopaths. They're usually just hurt people themselves. And if this person is transitioning, if they are dying, this is an opportunity. This could be your last opportunity to say whatever you need to say to that person. But whatever you're going to say to them, you say from a peaceful, centered place, not from anger, not from a place of revenge, not from a place of wanting to get back at them, not from a place of, well, you rattled me, so I got to rattle you back. Because when we show up that way, the person transitions, we're the ones who are going to suffer after the fact. Now, look, do you have to put yourself in a position where you're being triggered? Absolutely not. Now, since this is a family member, other family members are going to be giving you pressure like, hey, you should really be there. And if you're not there, you know, they're going to give you some grief about it. The key is not to be triggered by the grief they give you for not being there. You see, here's the thing. There's no correct choice in this way. There's a choice, but it's all your choice. And it's not about doing the quote-unquote right thing or the quote-unquote wrong thing. There is no right or wrong in this situation. There's only what you want to do. There's only the decision that you make from your own personal agency, from your own personal power. It is your choice. The key is, whichever choice you make, one way or the other, there are always going to be consequences. And to if we're aware of those consequences, if we're aware of what kind of leads from doing that decision, then when those consequences show up, we can be a little more present, a little more centered, a little more still inside so that we don't have to get rattled a second or third time from it. So Sanaya, I hope this helps you. I can understand and I can feel the being triggered because their expectations being put on you by other people. That's about them. It's not about you. Whether you give in to those expectations or not, 
That's about you. That's not about them. It's your choice. And all I can say is whatever choice you make, make it the right choice for you. Everything else will work out in time. And that's the funny thing. When we face our triggers, when we pay attention to what rattles us, <clears throat> in time, things will always work out. Doesn't mean it's going to work out in three seconds. Doesn't mean it's going to work out today or tomorrow. It's eventually going to work out. So, whichever path you choose, choose it with a still heart. And I see Sanaya says, thank you. I needed to hear it out loud. I will preserve my peace and choose wisely. Wonderful, wonderful, Sanaya. This is why I do the show, to give you all support. Whether you're tuning in for the first time or you've tuned in for week after week after week, like Sanaya and Patty and William and all my loyal listeners, please let me know. Did you like this episode? You know, I do these me ep only episodes about once a month. And uh, sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm never quite, quite sure how they're coming off to other people. So please let me know, you know, share in the comments. And if you did like today's show, please share. If you're listening on the live stream, share the video with your friends and family. If you're listening to the podcast or to a recording, send people the link or share it. And especially if you're on the podcasting platforms, like give us a rating, you know, give us five stars, help us to be more visible so more people can find us. You know, my mission is to really help to raise the consciousness of the planet. I think we need it at this time as much as any other time in history. I would really appreciate your support in that mission. Thank you all for tuning in. I truly appreciate you. Don't forget, if you did miss any part of today's show, you can always catch the replay on talkradio.nyc and on all the major podcasting platforms. We will be back next week with a new guest, and a new blog post and a new topic. Don't forget, if you have not yet done it, go to Amazon, click on that link, takes you to Amazon, get the book, Rattled Awake, Volume 6, the Podcaster's Edition. Thank you all for tuning in. We will talk to you all next week. Were you an essential worker during the pandemic? If you needed to learn stages of epilepsy, did you depend on advocates? Did you use new innovations to cope with mental and neurological issues? Maintaining high quality of life and keeping good mental health are what we all strive for. I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, 
And each week, top healthcare influencers, professionals, and innovators answer these questions and more. Stay tuned on Thursdays at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will continue to be frank about health with all of you. What really drives success in business? Introducing Intangify, the show that explores the intangible assets that create value and growth. I'm Matthew Asbell, your host and an attorney focused on innovation. Join me Fridays at noon Eastern to discover how innovation, culture, and other intangibles shape thriving companies from startups to established businesses. We'll share strategies to unleash your business's true potential. Tune in live on talkradio.nyc Fridays at noon Eastern and Intangify your business today. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you a high-achieving, growth-oriented leader? Are you interested in developing your authentic leadership while creating a healthy, inclusive workplace? Hi, I'm Dr. Mira Bronku, host of The Hard Skills on talkradio.nyc at 5 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays, where we discuss how leaders develop the hard skills needed to make a greater impact. We interview experts, have live coaching, and tackle these challenges. Listen to The Hard Skills on Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.